Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. Today is Tuesday, September 22nd, and we are joined by two very special guests. We have Coach Melissa Jackson in her uh, third year, University of Akron, and we have Sam, Dr. Sam Minyar, uh, Peak Performance and also uh, sports psychology. You, you fall under many different things, I, I think, uh, in, in your title, I have a feeling. But hats, yeah. w- well, welcome to, to you both. And first, again, um, we'll, we'll start first with Coach Jackson. Um, it's been tough since basketball tournament was canceled back in March. It's been a long road uh, for all of us across the nation. Um, but we got a little good news yesterday in the start date for the next season talk just a little bit about how you guys have been getting through what you've been doing and then what that news yesterday about the start date of basketball on the 25th of November meant to not only you but your student athletes well first thanks guys for having me I'm ready to kick off some action with you um, so this is awesome uh, absolutely it, we are so excited um, to finally have a start date um, and Jeremy as you mentioned it, it's been it's been a long, uh, tough summer, um, but I've just been so happy with our resiliency through it all. Um, and, you know, we've been back. We've been really fortunate. We've been back for now over seven weeks here at Akron. Um, and I've just been so happy and blessed, um, you know, with our president, our administration, and our medical staff. They have just done an unbelievable job uh, with the health and safety of our student athletes. So, um, it's been good to be back on campus, uh, but to get that news uh, yesterday about our start date, uh, we just could not be more excited. And I got some scheduling work to do, um, and that's okay, um, but I, I'm just super excited for, for our team and our staff and, and men's basketball as well. And Coach, just as a follow-up to that, has this you know, virus and this whole situation kind of changed the way you looked at coaching or, or the way you coach your athletes at all? Yeah, I think a big word has been empathy, you know, through all this and just trying to be um, empathetic of how they're feeling, you know, what they're going through. Obviously, we did a lot of Zoom calls, you know, remotely over the summer um, and just talking um, through all of that. Uh, But now to have them back um, and, you know, I still think, you know, they're dealing with a lot, you know, a lot um, is different, even though we are back on campus, you know, we're into our new normal um, and that looks a little bit different, you know, so I'm just really trying to uh, have some empathy, you know, through all that. And Dr. Minyar, um, you know, our our topic today and what we're really going to get into is just overall with the pandemic, the anxiety, the fear, uh, I think we're all have probably been there, if not currently, uh, still throughout all this in our families. Um, but as it relates to student athletes through the pandemic and, and, and the importance of mental health, you know, what have you seen and kind of outline uh, during this time from, a, from an anxiety and fear standpoint of just, you know, why, why this is so important? Sure. Yeah. And, and, uh, and thanks as well for having me on, on the call. I'm excited to be here. Uh, yeah, so I think you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's not unique to student athletes. It's, but for student athletes, it's just, it's one more thing. Um, I think the uncertainty of is there, or will we have a season? When will we have a season? What does that mean? Um, you know, some thoughts about moving fall sports to the spring and you're, you know, we forget sometimes that these are student athletes. And so they've, 
they've had internships lined up for the spring or student teaching lined up for the spring. And then what does that all mean for them? So I think in terms of mental health, uh, certainly anxiety went up, depression went up, um, as, as I think it has for, for, the, whole, uh, for the whole population. Um, but what I found mostly with student athletes is it was just one more thing. So those who were already struggling with a multitude of things in their life, you know, parents divorce or, um, you know, whatever it might be, it just added one more thing on and one more straw, so to speak. And so I certainly had a lot more student athletes reaching out for counseling than I had expected. And, and coach, from a coaching perspective, what have you kind of tried to do to balance that out? And, and, you know, what have you tried to do to help with the increased anxiety of your athletes? Yeah, I think the first thing, you know, when I took over, uh, we talk about mental health. And obviously, we have Sam, um, and he's part of our staff and our resources. So that has been huge for us. And um, it's not, you know, there's no negative stigma, um, you know, when we talk about that. So it's very, um, you know, very comfortable thing within our program. Um, and so we really try to, you know, have great relationships with our players. I think that's where it starts, um, you know, having those conversations, those individual talks with them, um, just being honest with them, you know, even through all of this, I didn't have a lot of information early on. Um, and I would joke with my staff, I was like the facilitator of no information or the facilitator of bad information at times. Um, and again, just really trying to, you know, just tell them that, you know, I don't have an answer, but when I do, you know, I'll let you know, um, or continuing to have some positive, you know, feedback um, through everything. But, um, you know, it was tough, but it's something that, that we talk about and, and it, um, we're open about it. Um, our players, you know, they know that, that it's a good thing, you know, to go see a sports psychologist for many different reasons, um, you know, and, and it's welcomed, you know, within our program. And uh, coach talks a little bit, Sam, that you've helped them. I mean, you're, you're part of the staff. What, what are some of the things that you've tried to uh, relay to not only the women's basketball program, um, but, you know, other sports that, that you deal with at Akron? Just what's your overall, what has been your overall message to those student athletes? Well, you know, I, I think the Mac's really been a leader in the, in this area in terms of breaking down stigmas and it, it's okay to not be okay. And, I think when you have a mid-major university, you find creative solutions uh, when you don't have the luxury of buckets of dollars. <laughs> and, and so uh, I can't thank uh, the University of Akron enough. So some things that we had already had in place, so we implement a care team where um, an administrator, uh, the head of the director of sports medicine, an athletic trainer, some uh, academic advisors, and myself will meet and discuss students that we're concerned about for a variety of reasons. Um, and since uh, we've also done uh, a great job in our pre-participation physical exams, we've included mental health screening. This year though, we added a, a COVID anxiety screening tool. And anybody who kind of um, gets red flagged, so to speak, on any of those mental health screening tools are required to meet with myself or um, uh, another individual who works for me, uh, Zach Ruback. Um, and for clearance before participation. And then uh, lastly, we've implemented some COVID um, support groups this year, virtual. Anybody who's in quarantine uh, is, has the option to meet with me 
uh, and uh, we it's a group session, so they can learn from one another and hear from one another. And that's been well received as well. But in terms of specific suggestions, you know, I think it's important for athletes to remember that they're uniquely prepared prepared for handling adversity. Um, you know, that's what sports is all about. It's about building and building and building, and getting ready for one big competition or many big competitions. So they already have a lot of tools in place, and sometimes it's reminding them of what they already utilize. I think it's important to have routines. You know, when, when this first happened, I, like many of our student athletes, started going to bed very late, sleeping in very late. My schedule went out the door. It was like I was on an extended spring break. Um, and, you know, we do better when we have schedules. And even if it means scheduling in fun activities, even if it means scheduling in Netflix uh, watching or whatever it might be, I think it's important to have a schedule, have a routine. Um, I've talked about meditation, finding ways to laugh and connect with people virtually. Uh, exercising for fun is important. Um, journaling, uh, getting outside if you can do it in a safe way is important. Um, you know, trying to find ways to be grateful for, for this situation, as horrible as it is. I mean, I've had time to do things I haven't had time to do otherwise. I've gotten to spend a lot more time with my family, with my kids in sports. I can't tell you the last time prior to this that we had had dinner together as a family. Uh, that's been, that's been great. Uh, so, so I think, and then above all, I think being kind to yourself, uh, give yourself a break. Cause what, what I've seen is people feel guilty because they haven't maybe trained to the extent that they hoped they would have. And then that guilt leads to feeling even worse. And then you feel worse and then, then you don't get out there the next day. And then it just, it's this vicious cycle and we have to break it. And, and I think it starts with, you know, forgiving yourself and being kind to yourself. Sam, and you, you touched on it a little bit. I know coach Jackson touched on it a little bit as well, but just talk about the, the stigma of, of mental health changing. I know it's especially within the past year, maybe two years, that whole, the, the idea of mental health has kind of come to the forefront and, and taken on a, a life of its own. Just talk about, especially in the athlete world, you know, how you've seen a change over the past year and a half. Sure. Yeah. So interestingly, so when I actually did my, my uh, doctoral research on the stigma of mental health. And so when I entered this field about 20 years ago, you know, I was all excited and I thought the world was ready and it really wasn't. And I think you're right. It, it isn't recently that you're starting to see the stigma change. Um, you know, if you think about athletes, you know, we expect them to play through pain. Um, you know, fight through pain, get back up, dust yourself off. And that's kind of the message that athletes learn at a very young age. And then you talk about something that is an, an invisible injury, uh, and that's even harder to comprehend. And so the expectation I think a lot of athletes have is that they're expected to fight through this too. You know, we know that student athletes experience mental health challenges at the same, if not greater rates than their non-athlete peers. And so I think we've done a, we've started to do a really good job. And what it's taken is high profile and not so high profile athletes and student athletes coming forward and sharing their stories. You know, so Kevin Love, Michael Phelps. Um, I love the stories that the MAC conference puts out during their mental health week and month and uh, people are coming forward and sharing, you know, when comfortable in doing so. And I think that just makes it more natural. I don't like the word normal, but more natural for, for people to come forward. 
Um, and then as we're adding more and more resources um, and we are getting more integrated with the staffs um, and being seen as just one more resource, I think that's really helping. Um, historically, men have been uh, the most resistant um, and, and, and then certainly men of color even more resistant sometimes and then your revenue sports more resistant, but I'm really starting to see that change. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I, I think back, uh, it's probably after high school, but I, um, I don't know where it came from and, and not sure when it ever happened or how it manifested, but like I had panic attack, like I just out of nowhere panic attacks. And it might've been, I was done with college. I was buying my first place or I don't know, a lot was going on in my life. Um, there was some big things, but you know, I, I went out and I'm proud to say like, I, I don't even have those anymore, but I went and talked to someone and, uh, it's important. I think through all this, uh, whether you hear, you bring up Kevin Love, who I was going to bring up, I just heard a podcast with him talking about mental health and how open he is and how he wants to help. And with these um, high profile student athletes, people say, hey, I have the same problem as you. This isn't, it doesn't pick and choose. I mean, this, or it does, no, it doesn't pick and choose. Uh, it can happen to anyone um, that you just, I think our student athletes of today, and uh, people within the world today are hearing these high profile people and it's really helping like, hey, I'm, I'm just like them and I can talk about what I need to talk about. And that's, that's where we get the whole, it's okay to not be okay and uh, to make sure that you're talking to someone and, and let's talk about it. And so, you know, I, I think back to my own personal that I talked to someone and a couple times and then I was able to work through something. I think that we see that with a lot of our student athletes today and what they're doing. Um, Coach, you know, we, uh, Sam brought up how he's kind of been getting through this time and what things he's been doing. And, you know, talk about yourself. I mean, we, we're on the Zoom call right now, so I see this picture of your family. And, you know, I have two little ones, uh, smaller than yours, I think. Yeah, it looks like. Um, just how has that been at home? I know you're excited about getting the season going and everything, but over the summer, what have you been doing to, uh, you know, in terms of family time and, uh, it's got to be different for you as well. What kind of things have you been doing to work through it? Yeah, it, it was super challenging. Um, I, I will not lie. So uh, when it, you know, when everything got shut down, um, you know, and schools were not in session, I became a first grade teacher and I learned quickly. I am much better at coaching uh, than I am teaching. So um, my husband uh, runs his own company. And so he was uh, considered an essential worker. So he was going in the, into the office every day and um, here I was with my seven-year-old and my three-year-old and trying to, to balance that and then um, just making sure my team was okay um, as well and, and checking on them. So it was a lot and, and really I would just try to, to win the day um, and get through it, um, you know, every day at a time. And, uh, but then also, you know, as I was preaching to my team, you know, to stay positive and, and keep, you know, focusing on the positive through it, I had to do that myself. Um, and so I really... Uh, enjoyed that time with with my kids because I, I don't know if I'll ever get that. Um, so just really going on hikes with them and just spending um, just countless hours and um, as a family and, and that was truly truly a blessing. So um, you know, fast forward now, um, you know, there's still some challenges, you know, with scheduling and all that, but uh, we're just trying to make through it. I, I have found that, um, and I, I didn't do this early on. I really needed to to give myself some time, you know, so I try to 
15 minutes to 30 minutes a day. Um, just go for a walk um, by myself, take a breath, um, you know, just plan out my day and, and see how that's going to go. And that has really helped. Um, you know, and I think sometimes, you know, you're trying to, to balance all this stuff. You forget about, you know, to take care of yourself as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I think we all needed that. I know I definitely am, am cued at taking multiple hours of Netflix to myself at, at some certain times of the day. So I, I definitely know how you're feeling. Um, I mean, I guess this question is for both of you. How would you, we'll start with Sam. How would you like to see the the space of mental health change, um, I guess, in, in the um, next year or so? Uh, you know, you know, I think we're moving in that direction, but I think there's still a stigma. Uh, I still think there's work to do. I think um, there needs to be more attention on mental health of student athletes. And again, we're moving in the right direction, but um, you know, and, and I think there needs to be more resources to it as well and, and more acceptance of it. I, you know, I think I like to compare sports psychology to strength and conditioning, whereas 20 years ago, so to speak, um, you know, we didn't have a, a huge staff of strength and conditioning coaches and people didn't quite realize the value um, that it could play on not just athletic performance, but academic and life performance. And, and now that strength and conditioning is integrated and well accepted, I think one of the next steps would be to incorporate mental health and psychology and sports psychology, whether it's sleep, whether it's, uh, you know, taking care of your emotions and your mood. And so um, decreased stigma, more resources and, and more acceptance. Yeah, I would agree. I think um, just, you know, providing those resources, you know, for our athletes, you know, like I said, we've, we've been blessed to have Sam and his staff and, and we use him and I like to bring him in uh, with our group first um, and do a group session. Um, and then, you know, they, they see him, they see his face, they get to know his personality a little bit. Um, and then it seems like they are more open, you know, to have those individual sessions with him after that. That's great. I guess the last question kind of in this on a, not a, a fun note, but you know, you talk about the time with the family and everything and you do take some time for yourself, but what, what have you been, uh, what were the shows? What were, what were some of the things you've been watching or what, what really grabbed your mind What's coach? We'll start with you over this time. What if, uh, won't call them guilty pleasures, but what have you gotten into, uh, uh, over this whole pandemic? Well, I, I've never watched Netflix prior to this. So I, oh. I mean, either film oh. or like Disney Plus, you know, all the cartoons, you know. So Disney Plus was a win for us. Like we purchased that, like, oh my gosh, lifesaver. Yep. Um, but I definitely dabbled in Ozark. So that was awesome. Um, we finished that. I, I can't wait for the next season to come out. I'm a Bachelor fanatic. So okay. that being on hiatus a little bit, um, I can't wait for that to, to start back up. But I was definitely watching the reruns of The Bachelor on Monday nights. I will, will, will tell you that. I won't lie. I'm a, I'm a Bachelor freak myself. So. <laughs> that is definitely my guilty pleasure. My team knows about it. We talk about it yep. all the time. All right. What about you, Sam? Yeah, you know, uh, same, you know, so I've got my, the, but the, the family binging and then the, when everybody's asleep binging. And so the family at yeah, Disney plus was huge. Mm -hmm. uh, we too had not had Netflix until, uh, until the pandemic. So we jumped on that. I think with the fam, we've been watching uh, old episodes of survivor. 
Uh, my kids have really gotten into that. Um, and then, you know, when they're asleep, I've really gotten into um, Ted Lasso on Apple Plus. And uh, I guess I'm on a soccer kick right now. But um, and then uh, the all or nothing Tottenham um, series has just been fascinating and um, a lot of F-bombs in there. So that one is watched at night. But uh, but uh, just loved seeing the behind. And I've just gotten to the point where COVID happened. Uh, so it's been it's interesting to go back now and, and see how they handled it and, and knowing what's coming and so forth. Sure. That's actually so funny. I just started Ted Lasso the other week and no one knows about it. It's so good. I, yeah, I tell it. people it's the major league, uh, you know, of soccer, basically. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, the yeah. Movie major league. I know it's so it's very slept on. But yeah, well, I think I think that's all the question we have for you guys. Uh, we really appreciate you both coming on today. I'm um, talking about mental health with us. Um, we wish you guys the best and we can't wait to see you guys uh, this upcoming season. Take care. Thanks for having us. Thank, Thank you guys. Of course.